No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Why can't every day be like this? No simple road. Yeah, no, I've been on that road, too. Yeah, we are. Been it's here, hanging yeah, out. Can you see it? Too. I hope you can't see it. It's be weird. Hey, now, no support family. This is Aaron. Hola, this is Mel. And this is Apple. Insert twenty-two minute guitar solo here. What? Oh. Okay, you could do that. <laughs> that was only like three or four seconds. I know. You that's, that, that's like that's you can just like multiply that in your head. Like keep hearing. So if you're wondering, you've tuned in to this week's episode of the No Simple Road Weekly Rewind, brought to you in collaboration with the Edible Beats out of Denver, Colorado. Edible, Edible Beats. Beats. We are so really, really happy to have them back. You, I, I want all of you out there to really understand that. The edi- gravity of the situation, man. Seriously, because Edible Beats, is like working for something that you've been wanting to work with your whole life or that you you know, something that you respect a lot and now you get to collaborate with them. This is a a huge honor for us. And so it's more about sponsoring an episode. It's about the actual collaboration that we get to do together. And I'm proud of that. I am too, man. And and if you think about like, even what the name means, the edible beats, that's what I was going to say. The name is awesome. Edible beats. Yeah. I mean, I would like people to the way that music makes you feel when you're, at a at a concert and that moment when time stops and you and the music become one and everything in your life falls away and the only important thing is right there then in that moment and they are taking that feeling and infusing it into everything that they do with creating food and and spaces and venues and the way they treat their employees so go do some research on the internet. Go check out the Edible Beats. And if you happen to live in Denver or fly through the Denver airport, you can hit up one of their amazing restaurants and have the experience of eating the musical experience of, of the, the 
thing that we love the most. I, I highly recommend going back and listening to the episode with Justin Cucci um, and really like taking it in. This is like, you know, it's something you, you, that's so like, I can't underscore how impactful it was for me. Yeah. It was a, it was a big deal talking to Justin. Yeah. And today's guest Today's also guest. is one of those impactful, amazing conversations. We have very much so Braden Jasper, Braden Jasper joining us this week for a guest spot on the no simple road weekly rewind. Braden is a no simple road family member, uh, works for lost sailor leather. He owns his own art collective and uh, wire wrapper, poi spinner, wook extraordinaire, and entrepreneur, a down homie, yeah, and a, and a fucking down homie too. He yeah. is a yeah, down. He is. You know what? An always a friendly face in the crowd. Yeah. When you see his face, you feel like, oh, okay, like it's like a, a stopping point. Like you can rest. Yeah. He, he, I say he's he's always <laughs> smiling and he's always dapper. Yeah. He always Braden's like always on looking good. point. Yeah. Yes. Ready Shout to out, go. Braden. You're always looking good. We um, love you, buddy. You know. No Simple Road is a lot of things, but for the three of us, it's basically our life. And basically, when yeah. we come down here to, to record these episodes, it's not like a there's no like character that's being <laughs> portrayed here on the mic. This is just us doing <laughs> doing our thing. And uh, the separation between what is the show and what is real life is completely disappeared yeah yeah there, yeah, there is no it's separation evolved. yeah it, it, <laughs> and one of the i i would say the greatest joy of doing the show is making the connections with people like brayden mm -hmm. and realizing that you have found another member of your found family yes and to have the um honor of having a platform that anybody even listens to is a huge deal. But yeah. I think with no simple road, taking those connections and those relationships and then putting them on the platform so that other people can see what these amazing people are doing and feel the love and the vibe and connect with them too, is like the highest mission of what we can do as no simple road. Do, yeah. you, do you get what I mean by that? Yeah. Does that make yes. sense? Did I say that okay? Yeah, you it's said been a that, long you, day. You said that very well. Like we have created a foundation and it, it is it's honorable like that people want to come on and that we're able to provide this. Yeah. To, yeah. to get the people, you know, to get the word out there on these people that love us so much and that we love so much. And I, I think what's great is that we have found the ideal way to capture um the beautiful relationships and the sweetest parts of life because there's a lot of really hard parts of life. Yeah. And, and those really sweet moments are fleeting yeah. and disappear so quickly and then they just drift off into memory. That's why these conversations are always amazing. It doesn't matter if it was like a three year ago conversation. You hear that conversation, you feel like it's for now. You feel like it's like, whoa, you were in it. You know, in Jurassic Park, when um, they show the guy's cane and it's got that amber yeah. at the top of the cane and the and there's like mosquito in, in there. The and like that's where they got the DNA for the dinosaurs 
that's what these conversations are. They're mm. they're a, a wow. time capsule encapsulation yeah. in amber of these moments that we can take into the future with us to yeah. remind us even when times are bad you need a reminder but also when times are good it's also good to infuse yourself even more with the positivity and the connection yeah you know what i mean so you can like use these conversations as medicine for yourself in either situation and i know i do it for for me and i'll sit down and listen as a spectator like i yes. i put myself in third person and pretend I'm listening to somebody else do no simple road, which is weird, <laughs> but I can actually do that now yeah. after six years of doing Congratulations, this yeah. baby. It's it, taking you a while to get here. I can here. listen objectively to, to the show and not be like, Jesus Christ. I said, um, like 6,000 times. Nitpicking and, yourself. And you can hear my nose whistling and yeah, no, <laughs> but I think that like beyond the musicians that we bring on the show and the big artists and all that stuff, this is the most important stuff that we do. Like having Andrew Sachs on and having oh. Braden on and, and young and sick. Sean and McLean. Sean McLean. Yeah. The, these Long strange putt. Yes. Yes. Ham. Yes. yes. These relationships are the things that need to be highlighted and shown so that other people right. have a roadmap to follow when, when they, when, when they feel that connection with other people and, and we like to second guess ourselves. And when we talk, like in the back of my head, I have the theme going in my head, like, who are the people in your neighborhood? Yeah, no shit. The people that you meet each day. Because this Apple. is who we see at the festivals and at the shows all the time. Yeah, these are definitely the people that are in our neighborhood. Let's give you a round of applause for Apple. <laughs> yeah, thank you. These are thank the people in our neighborhood. I'd like to thank the Academy. Would you? And, oh, What else? What yeah. do you want to thank? And the people uh, in, in my neighborhood, neighborhood. Okay, cool. that I see each day. Right, right on. <laughs> I love you all. <laughs> well, and, and uh, well, yeah, so le Weekly Rewind. Uh, weekly Rewind? Weekly Rewind. Weekly Rewind. We had a we had a great weekend. Oh, yeah, cool. All right, we we're did. gonna move on now. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> well, then we'll start by well. Then this is a this is an odd one. To start with that. Me and Aaron had a boys' night out. Oh yeah, that was weird. <gasps> a on, boys' on, on night Friday, out. Uh, Mel Mel was tired. <laughs> and well, had, I'll I'll go. I'll talk about why I was tired. Yeah, on yeah. My you start because I started it off. You went and did a did a thing. Oh, you want me to start? Yeah, now? go ahead. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. in order. You did your okay. Thursday. Kick thing. it off, so, Mama. Um, you know, my Friday is on Wednesday, <laughs> but your Thursday is on a Monday, so, so Tuesday, Saturday. <laughs> but no, um, I went to Eugene for a really powerful women's. Uh, I'm going to call it a summit. I don't even think oh, that shit. we realized it was going to be a summit, a but which is summit. Yeah, but it was a fucking summit. Um, it was a, a very impromptu summit. And we really worked through some stuff. So at the very last minute, um, you know, Tiffany called me up and was like, hey, do you want to go down and, you know, get down to Eugene? Do you think you can get away and, and come spend the night at um, Andrea's and, you know, hang out? So I was thinking, yeah, like we're going to do some cool, like fun. I'll bring my tarot cards. I'll bring some incense. I'll bring lights. I'll bring all these fun stuff. And I did. Um, 
And then come to find out, Andrea had gotten us Balkan Bump tickets. Bump. Balkan Bump. If you don't know, go check them out. You really need to check them out. This trumpet player, he was phenomenal. And he had a dancer who I... I've never really well, like, wait wait wait. What's the music like? <laughs> um. Okay. So the music is a lot of bass dropping. Like so, a lot of bass. So it's like it's like like snake charmer music. Yeah, like snake charmer, like EDM, but also live trumpets and live clarinet. Oh shit! And live sitar and no, okay. interchangeable, um, interchangeable um, stringed instruments between a sitar and other kind of weird. Between what? I, I don't know what I was gonna say between anything, but this is this is a little little sample of Balkan Bump. But it was so high energy. Oh wow! Oh shit! I'm telling you, you guys don't even know. This is the kind of stuff. So we have these four women. Um, in this summit going to a concert you have to turn it on because i'm not going to remember okay um yeah and it was the perfect breeding ground for healing we like literally you know like the ecstatic dance i we, we haven't we don't really talk about that too much here like there's a thing that's maybe it's like TM trademark ecstatic dance. Yeah. But, but there's a not just like dancing ecstatically, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of what it was. It was like this nice ability to just kind of roll, move your energy, out. move your energy out. Cause we had, we were all, there was a lot of dialogue. Women love to get together and yeah, talk. Yeah, you guys talk a lot. But yeah. then there, it has to move out, you know? So <clears throat> it was great for that. Like we, we had spent the whole entire evening like dialoguing and like kind of like coming to, um, mm, consensus. Uh, yeah. Like, well, just like a common ground, right? Like coming to a common ground. And then we, went to Balkan Bump and shook it out and then came back home and did an incredible tarot reading. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. You yeah. didn't tell me that. No, I, we did a really. Mel got secrets. You know, I do got secrets. I have a lot of secrets. Um, I hold a lot of people's secrets because they know they can tell me and it's legit. I won't say nothing. So it, Mel comes home this was we we were up till let me just say this we were up till f- almost five in the morning doing tarot friday and, morning yeah friday morning and friday evening we had string dusters and so, i was very well aware of that but the balkan bump was the one that was kind of like thrown on me i didn't know we were gonna do a concert, a concert. Yeah, yeah so yeah. mel comes back from eugene and friday i get off work and i'm getting ready to go see dusters and mel's laying down i go in the room to get her i'm like hey Shows it shows at seven. It's like five. I was like, we're going to leave at six. And she's completely out asleep. And I was like, you don't have to go. You know, you can if you want to sleep, you could totally well, just stay. In bed. I absolutely wanted to go because it's freaking Chris Pandolfi. And like I f- just playing banjo every time I, I want to go to a banjo concert every time because I, I just want to hear be able to like 
hear the sound and I want to like pay attention to it. And so I was really bummed, but it was one of those bummed that you couldn't get out of bed to be bummed. I couldn't get out of bed to be bummed. And I had been, (laughs) I had been blessed such so much the night before with that female energy and like just all of that stuff that, that I had gone through unexpectedly that I was more than okay with missing a concert. And I thought that it was cute that you guys were going together. Yeah. It was (laughs) like a boys night. Aaron came and said that to you. He's like, well, it's it's me and you dude. And it was it, and, and that's unusual. I I've I've missed more things than any of the three of us here because of work scheduling and stuff. Yeah, but, and it was it was like okay, th- this will be kind of fun, interesting, and different. <laughs> and and the, the the sweet part of it too is we we went to the show at Revolution Hall and we'd seen String Dusters a couple times, but only in like a festival setting. Mm-hmm. at Northwest String Summit. So, you know, it's a little more, it's a festival, more of an abbreviated show. It's not their Yeah, thing. it's not their thing. And th- this was just them. They had no opener. Um, and and they played the hell out of it. And Dude, the, we, the Sugar Magnolia, Casey Jones, Another Brick in the Wall, Possum. Possum. And then, and then all of their music, like the extended jams from their songs, it was peppered all throughout this. It was such an amazing set. And then afterwards, we, me and Aaron head back to the car. We, we were just getting in the car, uh, getting ready to leave because we we wanted to see Chris and and the guys if we had a chance to. But you know, we don't gonna, not going to be like, hey, yeah, that like the nudge hanging around, and, yeah. and then we're we're just getting in the car and Chris Chris, Chris Pendolfi <laughs> hey, texts Aaron and was like, hey, I'm out front. Where are you guys? And we immediately both jumped back out of the car, locked it up, and walked to the couple blocks back to hang out. And I did make sure to tell Chris that that I was like Mel, you know, Mel Aww, couldn't make it tonight. Yeah. She was tired, but you know that you're one of her banjo heroes, and he she is, is really girl. missing. And he was like, "Oh, you tell Mel I love her, and I, I understand." It was and a trip to see. He loves me. Thank you, Chris, yeah. for saying that. Like, you don't even uh, he knows because I we had a, we shared a moment at in Denver. Um, at Ophelia's. At Ophelia's. And I was able to, you know, tell him like I was like fangirling on him. Like I, I, I've never really felt that. I, I think if everybody, if you're new to No Simple Road, you may not know this, but like growing up, my mom kind of instilled in me like it, you don't really give your adoration away like that. You know, like you, you weren't allowed to be a fan yeah, of shit. I wasn't allowed. I wasn't allowed to be a fan of anything. That's like crazy. You, you could like something, but that's it. Like it's you have a preference. That's fine. But like, so I never really like got into something like deep, deep, deep. You were like, able to give. Yeah, I wasn't able to give that. And so, me even expressing fandom is weird. Mm. Do you know what I yeah. mean? And then, then, but I couldn't help it because I'm like. I like his attitude. I like the, I I like the attitude of banjo players. Well, and the trance banjo <laughs> stuff is the coolest Amazing. shit ever. And yeah. I listen to it all the time, at, the, like on my way to work. All and the seeing, time. seeing the band after the show is a whole other thing. Like he was shot out of a cannon. Oh, his yeah, eyes were Energized, wide. The adrenaline probably. was going. He was like, we did good. You guys think we did good? Like, it was really cool. Hey, yeah, He's I'm like, glad. Hey, I'm glad we. we you guys wanted. To go you guys back. wanted a Lacroix. You got. You wanted. He got me a beer. Aww. 
Open it so up. So sweet, mm, Chris. Yeah. Thank you so awesome. much. Look at you being hospitable in our town. Yeah. So sweet, Chris. It Thank was a trip you. to like standing at the show with Apple, like having had done the live podcast at Ophelia's with Pandolfi at when the show ended, I was like, holy shit, Apple. Dude, that's our friend up there. Yeah, that's our that's our friend. That's a trip. That's a trip. You know what made everything right was my panda banjo pin. Oh, good. That that that, that Thank pin. You, babe. Those Thanks pins are that. beautiful. That was real. I I just imagined Chris like in my mind's eye when Aaron left, and then he brought that panda pin, and I kind of like in my mind's eye put those two things together. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. like on top of each other with the banjo playing. So Aww. you and know we, what I mean? And, and we, I fell and, asleep to that. And we all got something because me me and Aaron, Bobsy twins here, <laughs> both bought the same shirt. That mushroom design is so dope. If if the dusters come through your town and you haven't seen them, please do yourself a favor and go check it out. It's you're gonna have the time of your life. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Yes. So yeah, yeah so that that so that was the uh, Friday night. And yeah, then that's Friday night. That's not even like the whole weekend yet. Yesterday, uh, we had the immense oh pleasure gosh. of seeing Dogs in a Pile open for Pigeons Playing Ping Pong. And, uh, you know, I have a lot to say about the whole show. <laughs> Dogs in a Pile, you guys continue to astound and amaze me with your musicianship and just your talent and all of it pigeons what, I, what the fuck man <laughs> i feel like that's deserving seriously i feel like that's deserving all you folks that clown pigeons playing ping pong Ooh, clown put them in all front of you me. people that clown <laughs> pigeons on yeah, the internet can kiss internet. my ass those guys got their shit together that band is tight they know exactly what they're doing. It's fun. It's funny. And it's deep as fuck if you spend the time to pay attention. And it, and it is grooving. It, oh, it was funky. It was as... at the Crystal Ballroom last night. And Crystal Ballroom is the one that has the, it's like the shock loaded floor. So it kind of floats. And man, that floor, dude! Was I've never felt bu- the floor do it that. It was there buckling before. and moving Pumping. like like crazy. They I, brought the funk, the dance grooves, like everything. I have. I'm obviously we've been to many shows at the Crystal Ballroom, and I've felt the floor move. I've never felt the floor do what it did last night. No, it was, it was buckling. Like, it, was, it was like a mycelial network. Yeah, when somebody would like stomp their foot twenty feet away, you mm-hmm. could feel the vibe from it hit you. And it was like a, a transmission beacon. Yeah. It was <clears throat> amazing. And I have to say that Pigeons Playing Ping Pong took us somewhere brand new last night. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm i still kind of at a loss for words for what went down at Pigeons <laughs> last night because I was shocked. I was sh- really? I, I, I couldn't believe. They shut you up? Yeah. Wow. Pigeon shut Mel up. <laughs> I couldn't believe what was happening. I'm like, am I really able to feel this right now? <laughs> like, I couldn't believe that it was so eloquent and so perfectly suited for that evening. Yeah. Like, in conjunction with our week. 
and our weekends. Yeah. You know, like it it was like pigeons knew what was happening and just brought us there in the most unique eccentric fun and uncanny way you know this is gonna sound silly but the music never lies <laughs> it doesn't no okay. the music no, never lies true it tells mm-hmm. the truth every time yeah 100 like, uh, of the time every time mm-hmm. it it gives you exactly what you need in the moment if you're available for that thing to yes. show up for you yes and if you're open and waiting for it, what you get is exactly what the doctor ordered every time. It doesn't lie. It doesn't come with some half-baked bullshit. It mm-hmm. gives you the goods. And I think that's why a lot of us do what we do, like with, with Brayden traveling around the country, going from festival to festival. Yeah. like Following following this thing following everywhere. The magic. And, and being a part of it and helping create it. And, and I, just got, I got to say, last night too... Uh, it was so fun, and you both, all of you guys, dogs in a pile, we love you so much. Yeah. yeah. You, you all, you, like, make the effort to come hang out with us. That's so sweet. Of, that was sweet. Go man. out of your way so to hang sweet. out with us. The, I, I got to talk to everybody other than I Jim, Jimmy. To to I think Jimmy I had things to do afterwards, but I... I really enjoyed having a great conversation with Brian and Jeremy. Uh, Joey, I just got to see for a second, little fist bump. But Sam came and hung out mm, with us Sam. for most of the pigeon set. The second set. Ha- yeah, the second set, hanging out and everything. And and the love that Jimmy gave from the stage for Jenny. Um, oh, my God. Oh, Jenny. wow. Uh, that about, was... about his strap. He was wearing his new strap last night and was the, you could see how like elated and happy he was. And to give her the shout out from the stage. You guys are a class act. Hell yeah. Aww. We love you guys. We we were I was glad that you were kind of bummed too. Last right. two times you've been to town, you've come and stayed with us. Uh but but the the van and everything was working good, so you guys were mobile, had things to do, but but we missed getting to hang out with you like at our home. Yeah. yeah but we did we, you miss know, that. you know you always got a place here when you come it, through this town. Getting to see um Jimmy with Jenny Strap. Yeah. yeah. That's such a trip, man. I know. To see like all the connecting points and the dots come together and like how big this community is. Not just yeah. the No Simple Road family, but like the Jam Band family. That's why you said the numbers thing this morning and I was just like, what? well, I numbers mean, do lie. Numbers actually do lie sometimes. Oh, so that's I'm true. just throwing that out. Oh, there. Oh yeah. It's a game. That's a game. I'm throwing it out it's there. A, guys. It's, every, it's gals, funny too. Everybody I, out there. I asked both with Sam, Sam and Brian both want straps from Jenny. Now, now that Jimmy has his, <laughs> having so the, we'll probably, we'll probably see dogs in a pile all strapped up. Pretty yeah. soon. If you don't follow Beadwork by Jenny, go go check out the amazing straps that she's made for like Devin Allman and Dude, she's Bob. She's pumping out some incredible art pieces through those straps. Yeah, like, yeah. It those is, are those are like magical totem items. Well, you see it and you feel like it's already something. Like, like <laughs> wait, you, you know, it's like infused with some yeah, mojo. In you that. don't just yeah. like it's not just like a thing that lays there with Mm-mm. no purpose. It's like holy cow, what is this? How like it's and a, every time every time you amazing. touch one of her pieces of work, like last night, it was so she's like pick it up and feel it. The 
the cover from the book. Mm-hmm. She had that piece yes. laying on the table and it, I never thought my light, like, like beadwork would have a texture, like a fine silk or something. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like yeah. it's got a feel to it because of the beads. She, I mean, she's explained mm-hmm. to us before and kind of explains that, you know, all the different types of beads that are used and stuff and the certain grades of them. And it feels like fabric. That's wow. it's like it's got this touch to it, her stuff that's just amazing. When you get to hold one of her pieces, it is just mind blowing. Yeah, and she's doing a she's doing a book tour right now. It's, yes, so she is. If she comes through where you're at, go check it out. It's pretty pretty fucking amazing what she's creating with just a loom and some beads. It's it's and her mind straight dude. up magic. She's a freaking artist. Um, you know that's the really cool thing about this huge community is. There's so many talented people and everybody is like pumping their passion out into the world and it's taking all these different disparate forms and it's putting beauty and love out into the world that's like vibrating this message out. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool if you're if you're paying attention what's happening. Yeah. They're really we t- I was talking to somebody last night and they were saying, "You know, there is like a quiet revolution happening right now." Um you can actually like have ketamine delivered to your door through Instagram on Instagram. Like there, you can sign up for like mind bloom and there's different services that'll send ketamine right to your house. And if you think about what that means, the, the depth of how far we've, how far we've come, like in 10 years, 10 years ago, the thought of having psychedelics delivered to my door by the mailman, unless you were doing the dark web, like that's not a thing. You know what I mean? Now it's like, oh yeah, my my therapist said I should take these lozenges, and it's removed like the paranoia and the stigma, and the stigma, and and, and that shit is lighting people up. Yes, it is. And and what's happening is they're getting turned on, and and so what happens next is you get turned on, you start realizing that the world around you is not what you thought it was, and yes. then you need community. Yes, you need people around you that have been in the game for a minute to like help yes. you walk the road. That's not simple. Well, and, and it's amazing too, that, that like you mentioned ketamine, but yes. like the MDMA therapy and the psilocybin therapy, living in the age we do where it's now recognized kind of cannabis has now been recognized as medicine and it's several years in more States yep. are going legal. You can't we're, deny we're it see, anymore. Yeah. We're seeing that this is recognized as medicine and that stigma is being taken away so that people can actually have control of healing themselves. Well, it's, it's we're always and, supposed to heal ourselves. You know, uh, the, there's like this thing in in the community of I will put in air quotes healers, right? Where people don't like to call themselves healers because you're not really healing anybody. But when you somebody's in front of you as a client, you're giving them the opportunity, the space, allowing the space or holding the space for them to transform. If you it, were legit, would it, would it be better to call yourself a conduit and not a yes, healer? Yes, a conduit is yeah, much better uh, because... I'm a conduit. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a PVC pipe. <laughs> you are a conduit. <laughs> well, this is the thing, like, um, especially when I've, like, done Reiki and stuff like that. Sometimes I'm, you know, I don't know what's wrong with this person or why they wanted Reiki or anything like that. Okay, so they're in front of me and now whatever my hands tell me to do, that's what is, you know, that's that's where my 
that's where I'm going to go with it. So it's all intuitive. Yeah. Well, the thing is you can have this delivered to your door now. You know what I mean? Like the healing can be delivered right to your house. That's craziness. And the thing that's waiting for people on the other side of that is community. Community. It has, that's the thing that has to be waiting there because going it alone Mm -mm. is, I mean, sure you can give it a shot. You know what I mean? I, I I did it for a while. You can do it, I guess, but it's way easier when you got people in your corner Mm-hmm. and somebody to like help well, carry the load. Yeah. And somebody that cares about the same things that you do. And like we were talking last night, me and the girls, and it was like, we all ca- love and care about each other's daughters and we want them to be doing well and, well, and want them to have happy lives. And sometimes in the hustle and bustle of life, we forget that we for we don't say that we don't, we don't let it be known because we're so busy, not well, necessarily because we don't feel it. When you strip away all the bullshit, all the like political party and biases and this, that, the other thing, at the end of the day, we're all fucking human beings. Yeah. And we all are made of energy and vibration and frequency. And we all want the same thing. We want to be happy. We want to be safe. We want to be loved. And Comfort. We wanna, and we want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we want to make people feel good. And that's what it is at the end of the day. So when you strip all that away and you realize that and you find other people that are feeling that same thing, that's, that's the community that I'm mm-hmm. talking about. And as far as revolution goes, you, you're not seeing it out in the streets. You're not seeing, you know, you're not going to see that thing with burning trash cans and kicking stuff over and marching in the street. This is not trying to get that kind of attention. No, this is happening on a, on a level of consciousness. This is happening on, on under the surface kind of a thing that's going on. And it's, it's wild to be alive right now, to be witnessing this time in history that we're at right now. Terrence McKenna actually talked about this happening. He said, it's going to get so weird out there that people are going to have no, um, no choice but to be like what the fuck is going on like <laughs> cognitive dissonance is gonna gonna get to such a point where it's like i have to figure out another way to think mm. and that's when these technologies these medicines are going to break through and start giving their information to people and so that's where we're at man mm. and it's a wild fucking time to it be alive really is wild and it's an equally wild. wild time to have a platform it is and a, a microphone wild. in front of your mouth it's wild <laughs> yeah that's think about that for well a i did i started tripping on ai last night and i was AI. like yeah on ai i was like oh my god ai can literally make anything i say horrible or great like they can string together enough i've said enough things on oh okay i got you i got you for th- for it to create anything that there's got to be a human on the other side of that maneuvering it though. Yeah. You know, no, I, mean? I know, I know it, but it's the capabilities are yeah, there. That's crazy. And that is what's weird where before it was like in your mind's eye, it was a dream, but sometimes you think, Oh, it's so far away. It'll never happen. Like, like 
three thousand. No, we're here. Like year three thousand or something, right? We're but, in it. But that's what we felt like before, like the year two thousand. Whoa, that was yeah. crazy. Yeah, now we're twenty three years into the year two thousand. Mm-hmm. Like what? That's we're so, in the future so already. Being Never in, believed that was a year or years ago. No, <laughs> being like in the future and, and part of this wild time to be alive and all this stuff going on and AI and all the technology. Let's take it back to grassroots and be like, yo, we're going to talk about friendship and community and yeah. how to make your passion be the thing that supports you yes. and, and sustains you. Yes. Let's, let's, because let's, that's, let's strip all that other shit away. That's back to basics. To brass tacks. Yeah. And so that's what this is. That's what this conversation is with uh, Brayden. Like he came to the studio. It was kind of rainy that day. I remember and we producer all, Corey was here. Yep. We all sat down here and had a really cool conversation and it would just felt really good and stoked to share this with you. Yeah. Yeah. Really stoked to share it. And, um, I hope you enjoy and Brayden, thanks again for being part of the no simple road family. Love and, you brother. And we love you yeah. and, and we support you, man. Yeah. Got your back. Um, Hey, you know, all the business stuff, man, dude, follow the no Instagram. simple road family at no simple road. Um, you can no go to our website com. and buy merch and get tarot readings and all that stuff. You can call 971-808-1524. That's the tepid line. You can leave a three-minute message saying whatever you want. You could get super lit. I want to say this. And, and be laying in your bed and call 971-808-1524 at three o'clock in the morning and <laughs> ramble some bullshit and I'll play it on the show. So, <laughs> um... Gosh, now I forgot what I was going to say. That's okay. You're, you're allowed. Also... You can go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road. Now listen to me. This is important. We live in a world of of, of financial and monetary concerns. Okay. Patreon. Hold on. What? Pause that. Okay. We're pausing. Something is happening on Patreon. Aaron is talking about Patreon. Something's happening on Patreon. Um, you know, like, (laughs) come on. Well, I've been doing the card of the day. So it's been between Oracle decks or tarot card of the day on Patreon. And it's consistently inconsistent. I'm trying to strive for like, you know, five days a week. Okay. Um, but I, you know, didn't do it. And then I did one on day on the weekend. Blah, blah. Yeah, I'm getting there, babe. Aaron's rushing me. There's a point to all of this. The whole Patreon. It's, it's getting infused into the NSR life. Like the people that listen to the show, the people that are close to the show. Um, this is our mycelial network, you know? Yep. And so doing these tarot readings um, or the, the pulling of, of each card of the day, it's in getting um, rippling out into the family. And I saw that this weekend with the people that we had at our house and the people that we were at the concert with and looking back over the reading for the week and seeing how it's working. And I just wanted to say thank you to our Patreon um, supporters because it's really because of you guys that I'm, you know, doing something more and whether y'all like it or not, or responding to it or not, I'm doing it because I think it's worthwhile. And now it's kind of like showing it's, face it's, in, yeah the fruit in, it's bearing fruit it's bearing fruit exactly yeah somewhere I else fully in there. I, I agree i feel with the patreon too that i, I i'm really starting to enjoy it mm-hmm. more than because like social media is out there for everybody 
Patreon is our dedicated it's friends, our family, yeah. community. I can be more open myself. Yeah. And I know you're, if you're a Patreon, you're there. Because you want to be. Because you want to know what, what yeah. else we're doing. And I'm having fun doing the movie reviews and posting videos of shows we're going to and just different things. I never know quite what I'm going to do till I do it. That's cool, man. And yeah. And now I have, and I've actually got on myself a couple of, I was like, I didn't post something that I told Aaron. It's like, I'm going to do Monday, Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays. Well, that that's like a template. Wednesday, we were like busy with something. So then I posted on Thursday. Yeah, yeah we get it, man. And 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 it and it's fun. I'm getting more into it. I got more. Uh, the point is, well, that it's by the time you hear this, things. there will be uh, videos up from pigeons, dogs in a pile. Uh, a lot of cl- a lot of clips. Yeah, and I love taking videos and throwing those up there for you guys to see. So if you're not a Patreon and you want to see all this stuff, we're putting a lot of content up there. Me, Aaron, and Mel. I love Aaron's uh, coffee nerd <laughs> corner stuff, yeah. and it, it it it's it's really cool. And also, again, thank 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 you again to Corey, producer Corey, yeah, for kind of that helped give us, us a push, a kick in the butt to uh, make make this thing better. Hey guys, this is your thing. You should probably do it. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's our thing. Um. So that's the whole thing. Like that's the whole thing. It, if you want to be part of that mycelium, go over there, help us spread the thing. You know, yeah. that's that's it. Anyway, um, we're doing something really big underground. I don't, I don't know if I'm at liberty to say you're right not, now. Sh- you gotta be quiet about it. But there's a there's an awakening happening, and um, if you want to be part of it, be part of it. On December seventh, No Simple Road is hosting yeah. the No Simple Road Holiday Get Down at the Get Down with members of ooh, Lost ooh, Ox, ooh. Sponge, Family Mystic, World's Finest. Garcia birthday band. There's one. I'm missing one. Bodie Mojo. Jesus Christ. The most important. Bodie (laughs) Mojo. And you don't know what's going to happen there. It's going to be a set of um, original music, a set of covers, and a set of Grateful Dead music. You can say that? Yeah, I can say that. And with conversation with us, tickets are available now. You can go to uh, nosimpleroad.com. You can also go to thegetdownpdx.com. Get your tickets. Come to our holiday party. Yeah. It's going to be dope as fuck. I promise you we're going to have a good time. And we've already heard like the, all the musicians involved are already rehearsing together and stuff. And we hear it's we hear good things. be amazing. Yeah, I and hear, I hear good things. we're making plans, more plans were made this morning of things and such. And whatnot. <laughs> things and hey, such. And anyway, it's going to be a, yeah. a hoot. <laughs> um, all right. So without further ado. The No Simple Road crew gives you Brayden Jasper. What's up, man? What's up? What's going on? Hey. Welcome to the house. Yeah, no, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. We're this is this is uh, a different kind of a scene right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of kind of cool. We got We have people in the No Simple Road studio. Yeah. <laughs> we got Braden here. Yay, Braden. Braden, tell everybody who Doesn't you are. He deserve, Braden deserves yeah. a pause. Yeah, for sure. Hey, Braden. Yay, Braden. Yeah. Cheer for him. Everybody. But, but, but we have, got excited. Okay. <laughs> but we're going to have one more round of applause because we have producer Corey is in town. Yeah. So, yay. Woo. Corey. Corey. Yeah. So we got. Um, uh, visiting all the way from Boston, Mass. What up? What up? What's up, Corey? Boston. All right. 
Braden. Yes. What's cooking, man? Oh, not much. <laughs> Fest, <laughs> not much. Festival season's finally winding to an end. I'm yeah, exhausted. Tell, tell the people what, what what do you do? Yeah, introduce Braden. Yeah. 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 Um, I am a traveling gypsy. No, I'm a, a big supporter of the art and music scene. Um, I own my own art collective. I'm also a jeweler or wire wrapper um, and work for Lost Sailor Leather and spin fire and do all sorts of festival stuff to where luckily has gotten me of my foot in the door for a lot of you know awesome things and growth in my businesses and stuff i say so. you do do a lot of awesome things that, that blew my mind that for you doing all these other things and you're like spinning fire you're like doing fire it's it like just, holy shit yeah, it all kind of like, goes hand in hand you know a lot and, of tricks yeah <laughs> and it's just well but you say it goes hand in hand and i know what you mean but to everybody out there in what our is scene that, yeah what what is our scene? How would you describe our scene and how oh, are you, and how oh, are you part of it? That is a deep question. It's um, deep because you're deep. Oh, <laughs> no, thank you. Um, you know, it is, it's just all, it's kind of like how I look at hip hop and how like from that came graffiti and like dance, like all these little sub genres of things that probably might not have ever connected mm. was brought by the music. So the music brings a lot of talented folks together mm. and also just like after the fact, I don't know, just like I go to festivals more so nowadays to see who, what like like live painters are going to be there, or what vendors are going to be there. And it's like that's another aspect of the music scene itself. And then uh, so it's just, yeah, it's a nice little flavor to it all and a little spice. How, how did you like you and I have spoken obviously off air and stuff, but you had mentioned to me about fair and how fair was so pivotal and, and it, huge for you as a human being. Like, yeah. Can you yeah. tell me a little bit about that more in depth? I would love to. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Oregon country fair is a very near dear in place to my heart. Uh, it's, I've grown up in the Pacific Northwest my whole life. Oh, you and, have? Yep. Okay. Yep. Local boy, native. Right on. Um, and uh, yeah, Oregon country fair was always this like story of like grandeur from my buddies. Cause I think they were seniors um, my first year I was 19. So that was the year after, but you'd hear him talk about it or even like, I guess they went two years before that, but you'd hear him talk about these stories all year. It's like, it can't be this cool, like whatever. <laughs> and then you show up <laughs> and you're just in this horse field in the sun. And then, you know, cause you're just in the campgrounds and stuff. I'm like, all right. And then night nighttime hits and it's like, okay. <laughs> and like the first time ever being there was like first time ever seeing fire spinning and wire jewelry. So there's a How big, how old were you? I was 19, okay. um, but a wow. big catalyst moment in my life of just like seeing art and things I've never even seen before. <laughs> um, and, uh, and yeah, just like really like made me like, how is this even legal and like possible and exist, you know, but also just like the beauty of country fairs, the love and the energy. And it really is like a perfect festival as far as just what, the intentions of like community building and yeah. appreciating the arts and loving, loving everybody there. And, uh, but yeah, it's a very, very special place. And I owe my life where it is now to that place. Um, and yeah, that's a big statement. Yeah. What oh, transpired, yeah. um, during that weekend for you that made you be able to say this? Um, psychedelics didn't, her <laughs> no yeah. no um okay, but, but just how, being, how, in what way did it like help you to get where you you know what i mean yeah, that vision or just that the feeling. set and setting kind type of thing there it's just the people you meet and just like the love in the air when everyone's greeting you all day with happy fair like the happiness is truly in the air and and it's a it's a place where it's like you see magic literally like the only way to describe mm -hmm. certain things you see or feel or smell or hear is magic and uh 
it's beautiful. And it really was just like, kind of, I found, feel like I found myself, found my tribe mm-hmm. of people, found a kind who's of your, like, Who's yourself? Like, how, like what, oh. what kind of? <laughs> Man. Yeah, Mel. Who's yourself? Shit. I guess I was always the floater because I was like pretty smart kid, was athletic, also a stoner in high school. So like, I knew everybody. You had it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, and pretty easy. Like, like I, I believe like no matter who you are, there's probably some common denominator or ground or like, if you just give it time, you'll figure out something to talk about, you know? So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and what, what, I'm, I'm curious too. Cause like we went to our first time last year to fair when you went your first time at 19, were you on a crew or anything? No, or no, just me and my buddies. Yeah. Me and my party buddies. And, uh, funny enough, we went, I think it was until my third year. Actually, I went inside fair. We were just always in the campground. Cause like, Everything, you know, I didn't have to leave yet. The party was there. Right, yeah. Um, but then you go inside fair and I was best describe it as like Circus Soleil meets a Zelda village meets <laughs> the Grateful Dead. You know, it's just yeah, like, yeah. Zelda it's, village. It's, it's, yes. and it's like, it doesn't even do it justice. Cause I, like I said, the sounds and the smells and just the, yeah, the whole vibe. Well, but you, you mentioned psychedelics and, and fair and it really is the perfect container for that because it's safe. Yeah. You're safe to, to push your limit. Right. And I think many of us, including Apple. Yeah. Well, find, yeah with the white bird clinic. Find, I was just going to say shout out white bird. Yeah. <laughs> we find our limit there. Yeah. You know what I but mean? But it's a very, of all places to do so. Like I've never been a burning man or anything, but it's just a community of people that aren't going to judge number one, if you're in that state, because most likely they've probably been there before yeah. mm-hmm. and it's all just love and they just, everyone wants to be safe and happy and friendly, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think so the interaction is so um, open that you can't help but open more deeper parts of yourself. Yeah. And that's the, yeah, exactly. Like it's the cheesy vibe attracts your tribe type of thing, but definitely it's a, uh, I've met people there where it's like, you're already, you're there obviously. And you have a lot in common cause you're just standing next to that person. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just, you start talking about what have you foraging mushrooms or fucking snowboarding or even sports. And yeah, it's, just, you know, really just breaking down just who people are. You know, it's funny that you say you found your tribe. Like that's literally the experience I had at my first ed show. Yeah. Like walking into that and being like, oh shit, these people are like me. I'm like them. And then, but there's a journey between that. Oh yeah. There's a whole trip that has to happen between that realization moment and then like finding your footing yeah. in there. Yeah. Did, did you like, did you realize that you wanted to spend your life doing that? Yeah. There? Um, so that was actually the catalytic moments too. Like, I think it was my, the first year I went inside fair. So my third year of going there um, and camping, I partied my face off the first night and like spent all my money. And it was like, man, I, I was, I was the wook like, Hey, you want to buy like some cool neck, you know? Um, but yeah, guy, I think he bought like, I had like a little Asian, like sun hat, you know? And, uh, I was walking and he's like, Hey man, my girlfriend really likes that hat. You know, can I buy it? And it's like, yeah, I need gas money. And he's like 30 bucks. I'm like, perfect. And he just whoops out like a, a stack of money. And I'm like, man, I am doing this weekend wrong. Like, <laughs> um, and I've always been pretty like artistic and stuff. So it all started with like, I made a yearly sticker 
just to give out to people. And it was like an OCF 2000 or whatever. And, um, from there went to hand embroidery patches that were really unique and Ooh. pretty cool. But the time it took to make them versus selling them was, yeah. was not profitable. Um, and luckily I met my ex fiance and her mom was a geologist and I always loved rocks growing up, but she kind of just ran me through like, what's valuable, this and that got me in the rock world. And, uh, luckily just working all my jobs in the past growing up, I understood wholesaling like pretty early on. Oh wow! Um, and yeah, I went down to Tucson for the first time for the world gem mm-hmm. show in 2013 and just saw like, Oh, this is where everyone comes to get the best price. And yeah. And then the rock games just kind of taken me to the next step. And then meeting Jared from Lost Sailor Leather. Um, shout out to him. He's just helped. Shout out, shout Jared. out Jared. He, he, I owe him, a, I owe him an email. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. I love my wallet, man. Yeah, man. He's, he is a had. household name in the mark, you know, but uh, he, he was a big believer for me that like, you can kind of manifest anything in this, in this world. <clears throat> um, when I first saw his work, he lived in Florida, so completely, completely opposite end of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, never toured on the West Coast, really. And then, like, luckily bumped into him, I think, in Gem and Jam that same year, uh, 2013. Um, and it was his second time, I think, doing a West Coast show. Um, and I was just starting to make jewelry, and my I loved his work. So I was like, hey, man, I don't know if I can afford all this, but we do, like, a half cash, half jewelry trade. And he was more than happy to. And uh, so it was cool starting that relationship like that. <clears throat> Fast forward to a couple of years later and I saw him at symbiosis and shakedown was like, right. You had to walk through it every time you went through the gates. Um, so I would hassle him every time I'd walk by, you know, and just yeah. poke fun at him. And, uh, it's like, Hey, I see you're moving to Portland. I love your, your work. I'd love to be your friend, you know? Um, and he's like, Hey, I'm going to art outside in Texas in a month. If you can meet me in California, cause he was staying there temporarily. Um, you can, you know, work this festival with me. And I was like, all right, fuck it. So a uh, 30 hour car ride, we became best friends cause we just, you know, had silence or just, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and it was Dude. cool. Cause like, yeah, we just really got, to, I've never really even talked what to the guy. What kind of car were you in? Oh, <laughs> um, we were in a van, a Nissan, I think it's like NV 300 or something. Okay. Um, and yeah, rattly didn't, doesn't have any like insulation or anything. And you got like the booth poles rattling and totes of leather and stuff. Um, but yeah, we get down there, get set up for the festival they start coming by saying, Hey, like it's going to rain, be prepared. And like, Hey, we're from the Northwest. Or, I'm, I'm from the Northwest. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think it was during like nightmares on wax set and Ooh. it starts raining and raining and raining. And it's the outskirt of a, or of a hurricane and we get dumped on for four days straight. <clears throat> and, uh, like the, you couldn't leave. It turned into clay. Um, and our oh booth goodness. was set up and stuff. We lost a bunch of like high price leather cause it just got soaked uh, and nasty. Yeah. Um, but I, I worked my butt off. We still got it all packed up. We got out of there when we could. <clears throat> and he's like, man, if you can handle this, you can, you can handle anything. So it was oh, a good wow. instilling like silver lining. Um, and yeah, we've been touring ever since then. So that's wild. So everything this, since 2013, uh, 2000, yeah, 2013. Yeah. Wow. And, and it's real like all these connections and your art and everything was born out of going to Oregon Country Fair and it, realizing, like you said, who you were and what you needed, yeah. needed and wanted to do. It helped catalyze it for sure and like get me to thinking of like how to be more of a business and turn turn my passions into profit. Or at least like if I could break even. Profit but from yeah, your passion. But yeah, profit from your passions and like turning your like, if you are talented in some way, shape or form, like really try you know, 
not selling yourself short and exposing it and trying to make a little money. Luckily, like with the jewelry, I've always looked, always looked at it as like, it still has a physical monetary value. The silver is worth something. The gemstones are worth something. Everything else is kind of eye of the beholder type of thing, which is yeah. insane. It's, you know, there's a lot of time involved and stuff and paint costs this and that. But um, yeah, I've always stuck with like crystals and jewelry because there's an actual like physical it's a thing. Yeah, it's a it's thing. A, it's not an idea. Yeah. I will sell you this idea, bro. Brayden, there's something important that you said about, um, like, in regards to turning your passions into profit, like having belief in yourself, and you know, there that's not easy to come by. Always. No, not at all. So I, how how did that? come is that something that came out of fair also or was that something that you kind of had um, I think to start that was more so with just prior work experiences I've did a lot of like just customer service sales stuff and uh, that really helped me because I have like kind of bad stage fright or just I can't don't really like being the center of attention but it helps break down that barrier of just like starting the conversation and starting the just breaking down the hey how are you how's it going yeah. I like your shirt da, da, da. Um, but also like I said with Jared one year of touring with him or one summer I learned more than any classroom or just, you know, book. Cause it was just life firsthand experience, yes. her learning the pitch, understanding all the different angles of the business and like our, or in that field of business. Cause it is like, there's a lot of different facets and angles and, and uh, I've worked for a lot of just like kind of slimier, like just upselling cut gigs and stuff right, right, and like right. promoting up customer, like a product that it's not the best, but we have an abundance of or whatever. It's just like corporate stuff. And, right. uh, I always hated that side of business. So yeah. I love my, what I do with my art collective is I stand behind the artist and the art and it kind of speaks for itself. So it's like, you either like it or you don't, but it's, it's all amazing, beautiful. And stuff. I don't have to try and like, yeah. Hey, you should like this. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Cause it's cool. Yeah. And I think it's cool. So you should buy it. Yeah. No, it's, it's a totally different thing. It's a when, vibe. Yeah, yeah. When your heart and your soul are put into something, there's a weird uh, stigma too against selling yeah. that shit yeah. because it's personal and you created it and your energy and your time and your talent are in it and but on, for better or worse the world that we live in you have to have money to fucking yeah. survive in the world that we're right. in so you have to figure out a way to reconcile that shit in yourself. And a lot of us are our own worst critics as artists, you know, yeah, like we'll totally. see our flaws and we'll discredit our like whatever. And, uh, and it's kind of really hard to put a price on your art, you know, cause it's not really the intention behind it for the first place, or at yes. least that's how it started. And like, I've tried doing a full-time artist gig and it really took when it became like, I have to do this. It was the hardest time ever to actually feel the creativity and like want to mm. do. Oh it. yeah. Um, but, uh, also just like, it's weird because I know a lot. Luckily, I understood business and the concept of just like business before. Sounds like it was really art. valuable for you. Yeah. So I know a lot of painters or just friends that like all they want to do is create. Like they, the last thing on their minds, posting stuff and, you know, doing the whole like promote the business. Right, right, so, right. Yeah. And they hire like a, you know, a brand manager or something for that. Um, so luckily, I think that's really helped me with mine is I'm all just 100% the, the books, the, the creator. And it's, it's ta like tax season sucks every year. I, I dread it, you know? Right. So, um, but that's just part of it. And I think it's like, I've had people just kind of, it's inspiring for them to tell me like, Hey, you like make me want to do, you know, try, try doing my own thing. And yep. it's cool. So yeah. So no, by example, what, 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 tell us more about your art collective thing. Like when did you start yeah. that? And, um, 
2019, I think, is when I really wanted to debut it, but then the world came to a screeching halt. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was at that Gem and Jam that year. Mm. I was just like, man, I, I'm already, I was already starting to just sell all my friends' work that I do collabs with and stuff. Um, but I just was working a nine to five also and didn't have enough my own art to fill up the space in my booth. Um, so yeah, I just all the homies I've met through the years and years of touring. So I love them. I love their work. Um, I buy wholesale orders typically from them to start the business transaction and, uh, tell them please work with me so then I can resell their work at their price and not have to upcharge, you know, a, a fee. And then, um, at that point too, uh, when I, when I sell their work, I reinvest back into them. Um, but it's just homies helping homies. It, uh, kind of all started too, with working with Jared. We did a skull and roses and we've done collabs with the art painter, Drew, uh, painter Drew, Drew Brophy. And he did the, the, dope. yeah, he did the art for that year. That's kind of, that was, we, I think we met, that was that year we met. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so next to this booth, he got, uh, Drew got, COVID really bad and went in like a three month coma, three months of like, yeah, yeah. three months of recovery from that. So like, and he was in great shape as a human being. Um, so we ran a little like art sales, uh, silent auction type thing. And as I had all the homies donate like originals and prints and whatever they could, um, it raised like about, I think 3000 bucks or something for the family. Yeah. And it was just a really good feeling to like, just, you know, cause I don't have health insurance, you know, and it's like, I know a lot of my artists don't either, but, uh, it's also a platform to present them cause I travel as much as I can. Um, so it's just good exposure for them. So. Wow. You're doing what we're doing for them. Exactly. You, you know, really it's just people are. helping people, you know, if I Absolutely. stand behind them and I love them, I want to help see them grow and succeed. Well, that, that's one thing I love. I remember the first time seeing your booth coming up and being like, you did all this. And you're yeah, like, no, no, no you no, broke yeah. it. Down. Is that common? Like in oh, the bigger definitely. lot of like, um, some, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard for me just cause like I see all this different style of jewelry and this and that where it's like, I can tell like whose works whose, but it's because, yeah. you know, I have to. Um, but I do know people that are like painters and jewelers and glass blowers, and they do have like a pretty big setup of just all their work. So it's not far fetched for people to believe that. Um, <laughs> but I, if you looked at my booth, it's like, that's, that's a lot of time and work to make right. all that. Yeah. 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 Corey, what, yeah. I, I always like to, uh, go back to people's roots. So I'm curious, like about young Braden, like what was your family? Like, uh, wh- what did you dream about doing as a young kid versus where you are now? Like, uh, so as young Braden, um, so I'm adopted. Uh, okay. grew up in very white, white people. <laughs> you know, okay. I consider myself Caucasian for the most part. Ameri- American. <laughs> um, no, but, uh, word up. Yeah. Word up. Um, but I love my dad to dare my adopted dad. He, he taught me like your words, your bond and mm. what you put in this life, you'll get out and nothing comes free or easy. And you know, yeah, just, work hard work hard and he also taught me like you never know who's watching and that's Mm -hmm. one thing i've really kept in mind like you don't know who's watching that could be a good thing or a bad thing like i've gotten a lot of job (laughs) promotions yeah no exactly yeah um but uh yeah i I guess young Braden first job ever wanted to be was a marine biologist because i just love the ocean i guess oh okay Um, right on 
And then eventually throughout high school, the parents were like, you need to be a civil engineer. You need to be an x-ray technician. Oh, okay. All the dream <laughs> jobs they want their kids to be. Right. And I went to school for that. And Which one? X-ray technician? I did tried both. So I started okay. as a trying to go to be a civil engineer halfway through switch to be x-ray tech halfway through the anatomy physiology brain courses i was just checked out <laughs> and that was just because i didn't stop going to school i did college courses in high school and then never stopped and i told my mom and dad I was like just give me a summer just give me like one long break to like Figure it out. and they didn't want me to because they thought i would just not want to go back and it just drove me not to even want to finish so yeah yeah no i get it yeah That's i get it a lot, a lot of pressure well and, yeah i don't think anybody really grows up and is like you know what when i grow up i want to be on tour yeah, yeah, selling jewelry. Well, uh, yeah, right. And uh, you don't really see that no. to know that. I no, luckily, yeah. like, and during that same time too, I got tied in with some uh, medical facility cannabis gardens, and we were taking care of a few cancer patients and stuff. And eventually, I ended up owning my own. Um, and oh, it was better than I was like, I'm spending thousands at school that I hate, and it's complete opposite doing that. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, and I, you know, I've been in the industry since then. I, I work at a rec farm nowadays, but. Um, yeah. So what, what farm? Sugar buds. Nice. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah. no sugar buds. Dude, we're with that new facility. They built humongous. It's crazy. What? Yeah. Go ahead, Corey. Sorry. What, what, what did your folks like do like, uh, for work? I'm just curious how Super like. Super hard, hard work in America. Um, so my mom worked for, uh, what was it? I don't think it was AT&T ever. It was Quest and the, but telephone communication. Okay. She, she installed telephone lines to houses and stuff. Sure. Um, so very like wow. physical labor, like oh, ladders wow. crawling under houses and stuff. Um, and then my dad worked for PGE and then Bonneville power for like 40 years or something. Um, but big construction electricity. So oh, okay. power. It's like what I do yeah. for real. Oh, really? For Comcast. Oh, no, shit. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So he's been a lineman. He built substations. He's deaf as hell. Cause like a transformer blew up on site once and oh, then he no. lost. Oh shit. So it's funny. Like me and my just terrible music habits so yeah, right we like are on the phone together and we'll just be yelling on yeah. the uh, <laughs> yeah. what do they think about what you're doing they support it they um good. they okay. at first mom didn't understand because she wants she's very tra- they're traditional right and like you know there are times like you do this career you get a retirement mm, blah, blah, blah. insurance yeah but also they've worked construction or physical labor their whole life so we're like they retired but they're bodies are broken so yeah. it's like are you guys really enjoying your retirement um that's another story <laughs> that's a whole yeah yeah but um uh what was i gonna say welcome with, to the american uh, nightmare right right yeah. <laughs> um but the no they do brain. like they've always knew i was pretty talented i was a kid i doodled a lot drew, drew and painted took classes and uh and yeah and then i think it was finally when i was telling them like oh yeah this weekend i made like a thousand bucks or two thousand bucks or whatever and they're that's the one thing I'd love for them to see me in my prime at a festival mm. with the booth running, but with the settings that yeah. we're in, they would just never be able to see that. Yeah. Yeah. See everything else. Yeah. I'd go in a heart. No, you're not common. You're not a common parent. They're Sorry. square bears. Yeah, the funny part of that world. But, okay, too. but when uh, I would think as a mother, any mother. Mm-mm. Whatever your nope. kid is doing, yeah. you would want to just at least one time, like, okay, you work in a nightclub. I don't go to nightclubs, but <laughs> I want to see you being the, the bouncer. Yeah. I want to see you Check do it whatever. Out. Yeah. You know? like, I think the world that we I, are in 
from the outside can seem really dangerous. Yeah. You know, we're we, just, we were, it's very and just, weird. Yeah. And we're taboo. And we, yeah. we recently heard a story from a friend talking about his parents coming to a thing and mom being like, oh. I'm pretty sure they were doing drugs. Oh. And he's like, oh, they were smoking he, marijuana. And he's like, mom, I know they were doing drugs. You don't have to the think bathroom, they yeah. were doing drugs, but they were doing it discreetly away from things. <laughs> so, so thanks for your concern. But yes, they were doing drugs. Yeah, and they were I doing mean, it makes them face certain things that maybe they're not ready to yeah. I mean, I don't think my mom ever smoked weed and like. I proved it because when I was living with her last like year or two, I was like 18, 19, uh, I was trimming weed for my dad's buddy and uh, I was coming home stinking. Like it was really good weed too. And, uh, and she even, yeah, she would even be like, you smell like a skunk. You smell like a skunk. And I thought it'd be funny. She'd even call my sister. My sister's nine years older and she's like, your brother's, he's smelling weird. And she's yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. Um, so she's smelling yeah, weird. So Chemicals that yeah, work, mom. No, so she even would buy me, she bought me all new deodorant, body wash. She's like, I don't know what's going on. But, and like, oh, like thinking very, it's hygiene. Yeah, yeah, puberty. Yeah, I, we we joke. Yeah, eventually we talked about it. We we joke about it, now. and that's actually the funny conversation with my dad. I've, we're on a road trip together, and uh, or like driving somewhere, and uh, it's a long, quiet pause in the car, and I finally was like, "Hey, you know, I grow weed," <laughs> and he's like, "Ah, oh, we're a woman owner, and we know you have some <laughs> some nice things, and you're not working a lot. Nice. Yeah, your, your stepmom thought you were stripping, and I'm like, oh, sh- I wish you'd ask me, you know, like I am doing that too. <laughs> <laughs> that was that's just part of it. Hey, that's a compliment, man. I guess. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. That's good that's shit. A compliment. That well, is awesome. Yeah. Damn, mom, you thought I was stripping? All right. Yeah. Wow. Like, you know what? I guess one's intervention. Yeah, <laughs> like, when, what's the point? Um, no, but uh, so yeah, no, they're great. Um, they definitely support what I'm doing. They're just always in my ear with, you know, have you thought of retirement or whatever? And like, who knows if I'll what, ever. What do you think about that yeah. as, a, as a businessman? I would love to have some security knowing I don't have to work the rest of my life, but with the world we live in nowadays and I'm a conspiracy theorist, but who knows what kind of future that's even going to be. And if there is a retirement or social security or 401k, so I don't know. I'm, um, I'm enjoying life now and still trying to save money in in the process, but uh, it is hard. The world's hard. It's even like, I still work a day job. Mm Mm-hmm. But we're making No Simple Road our full-time thing, doing that. And that's, like, one of the biggest things on my mind is, like, well, I'm supporting, like, a family. We're supporting a family with this thing. And what's going to happen? You know, Apple and I aren't young. Right. I'm 51. Right. And uh, that's that's a thing. But on the flip side of that, I was talking to my son about this a couple weeks ago. There's no fucking guarantee that I'm going to be here tomorrow. That dude. Uh, there is no guarantee. Like n- nobody said just because I'm here today, I get to be here tomorrow. Yep. So I can put all the money I want away for 10, 20 years from now right. and die in five. Mm-hmm. And then for what now? Mm-hmm. And I missed now I missed out on going to fish Mexico and right. seeing fucking widespread panic right. in Milwaukee and going and doing all this shit. How dare you <laughs> say that to me? <laughs> that was just for you. And, uh, yeah, so I miss out on all these experiences that make my life richer. And in 
inform who I am as a human being on planet Earth. Yeah. And now all I'm doing is just working to fucking put ones and zeros in Dude, a bank account. I got buddies with that make more money than I could even know what to do with. And they're miserable. And they're heads. They're, you know, they're us. And they hear about, they're, oh, man, I wish I'd have been there. I wish Listen I'd have done that. And it's like, you of all people can do that right now, but you just can't. Don't. You don't. Or, yeah. yeah. And um, other constructs are, you know, prohibiting that. But um, I just, yeah, I've had been in a good comfortable position in my life too but just more money more problems almost sometimes oh, i don't know uh, you know um yeah what i say on that note i gotta i gotta depart oh so tell buddies we said what's up yeah shout out Corey, if you want to take his seat and take his mic you're more than welcome oh, yeah. Love um, don't touch my headphones don't though. touch his headphones so it gets weird about his headphones like <laughs> Like feral, like something so scary. He uses mic, but don't fucking touch those headphones. Um, <laughs> love you. Later, Apple. We love you, buddy. All right. Bye, I'll Apple. See you this um, you know, there's a lot of uh, younger folks that listen to the show mm-hmm. in their early mid twenties that are that have just found this whole thing scene, or are just yeah. coming, or into just it. coming into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, and and uh. It's a treacherous road. There's a simple. No pun. No pun intended. Oh my god! And that's uh, a pun for sure. I think that part of the like duty of no simple road is to give advice where yeah. we can because we've walked the path. Yeah, learn from our hard knocks. And right. Yeah. What advice would you give to somebody that's wanting to do like I want to. Get into the festival circuit and start selling. Yeah, I'm and artistic. Start, yeah. What do I, I do, man? Um, I was thinking about this actually driving here. Um, oh, really? Just proper, proper planning. Like, I mm. uh, have, you know, save up enough money, have enough product to present it as like you, you were here to do. You're not just like a couple paintings or a couple this and that's. Um, and professionality is key. A business card makes you look steps above a lot of people too when you just can hand someone that little business card and also just like yeah people won't like you're taking it seriously yeah exactly it's just showing you have that little love and you're trying to present it like it's a it's a real thing um but also just don't be discouraged because like like with any business i think they say like if it takes five to seven years to actually see like the real profits and gains and like growth and you know what it's doing and it is luckily i'm on my think for my jewelry business i'm going on like year 10 and with vending yeah 2013 yeah yeah yeah, with vending and stuff kind of doing this so now i'm getting like people asking if i want to come to the events or vend and like oh shit yeah so it's cool now yeah you you know you build it and that's like with any business the more you put in you'll get out you don't you don't expect anything to happen if you're not putting in the time and the legwork and like yeah we just had this conversation before you got to the house yeah it's it's like any small it's yeah it's and thank god for instagram and all the platforms the algorithms kind of screw people over nowadays but um yeah just really taking advantage of of exposure and i think that's helped my my business the most is I love a lot of different music. So I'm in the white boy reggae scene, the country scene, bluegrass scene, EDM scene. So like just really tapping in to like a lot of how, how much, how much people you can and also having a product that's digestible to the every person. Like it doesn't take a hippie. It can be an old grandma or something to really still appreciate the art. 
Yeah. Um, okay. Diversity in your, your craft. Yep. And then, um, but yeah, just really just don't be discouraged because, uh, you know, there's been a lot of times where it's questioning, like, why am I even doing this? Yes. But then you have a great profitable show and it, there's nothing better feeling, you know, it's like I paid bills and fed myself and mm-hmm. was in. And, and gave people something dope. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I forget that too. Like, <laughs> no, I forget because I have all my like little treasures and special the trinkets and jewelry and this and that. It's like one day it hit me. I was like, oh, I make that for people. Yeah, and it's like, that's, it. that's cool. You, you know? know, you gave me, um, <laughs> when we were at Cascade, you gave me a keychain. Yeah. It's got like red rocks and. Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, yeah. That, I lo- that's like one of my favorite things. Every time I pull out my keys, I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. And that's the create. It's like, I do that mainly for the ripple effect. Like I love just knowing like it in the future, we had a little con moment, you know, and, yeah. the, and that's the worst thing. Like I feel terrible. I, I would need to be better with names, but also it's like as vendors, we meet hundreds or thousands of people yes. a day you know so it's like oh man i know your face and but it's like <laughs> where what state were we in and like what yeah but in what, uh, that, that in what state were we in, we, in more ways than yeah one. like physically and <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um but uh so yeah it's um but it's awesome too because i have this community and family of just like like that was the like equinox um all my vendor touring gypsy friends that i only see actually if we're at the right show together in the country we're there and then all the Oregon home. You know. I was just going to say that was a big Oregon country fair. Dude, every, yeah. Like a lot. And I don't know, just the good, good job Equinox. But like, Fuck yes. yeah, man. yeah. All Shout the, out Equinox. All the music, you. like they staged it well yes. to where like they had a very like, if Fantagram wasn't there the first day, I feel like a lot of people would like, there's certain people that came for certain days, I feel mm-hmm. like, and, but it meshed well. Um, I told everyone like, I didn't see one ambulance and that's always the worst thing to see at a first festival. Yes. You know? Um, and it was curated. Yeah. Beautifully. Dude, I, I love the, like the way that you had like choose your own adventure with them. Yeah. You, when, when one stage ended, depending on what you were into, you had choices. Yeah. It wasn't like, Oh, I got to go watch EDM. If I'm right. going to do it, you had yeah. other shit to go it. And it was perfectly set. Mm-hmm. And, and the grounds being, so small everything yeah. was like a 10 minute well like long. the half so yeah, exactly like i when we were setting up and um you know before everyone else and the vendors were just setting up i was like looking i was like i can see end to end right now mm-hmm. like this is great and uh but yeah no it was a really hopefully it happens more and it was really well you done guys had yeah. a dope spot there too we had a really good spot yeah great spot yeah. um you know something that's not talked about that is really interesting to me i learned this when i was on tour with the dead there's a whole like system in place that's going on on lot mm. between like everybody that's touring together. That family takes care of itself. Oh yeah. And there's a, a, a way to act and a way not to. And, and there's things you Etiquette. do and there's things you don't. Yeah. And, I mean, world word travels fast on lot, you know, and it's just like, we're a family too, where we've been there where it's like, Oh shit, our easy ups blew away or we forgot, you know, power cord or some, you know, like blah, blah, blah. So we're always there trying to help each other out. Cause it's like, hopefully if we we're in that position, someone would come, come around. Um, but it is, we see a damn near the same faces, like you know third eye pine cones or grassroots so they're always you know there's a crew of people that are you know the crew um but yeah we we love each other we're the homies mm-hmm. and yeah. uh and also there's kind of like there's always lot drama sometimes someone sleeps <laughs> with someone's chick or the, you know yeah, all yeah. that um 
but uh yeah just a different type of politics almost but also it's like we you know we keep it on lot so like we mm. do well and someone didn't do that great that weekend you know go help out the homies and support support the friends and that's the kind of shit like i i think the world could learn a lot from uh, the lot oh yeah you know what i mean yeah. like people take care of each other and like you said when there's an issue it's stays there and yeah. it's and it's dealt with yeah fast right that shit like it gets squashed right. quickly right and uh but the whole thing of like you know you don't have what you need this week and i have extra here's my extra so that you have what you need i mean that was the craziest time or when it's really happened for us is we were leaving sonic bloom um heading to electric forest and uh got into car accident the car this guy came across the freeway four lanes spun around because he hit the barricade and we hit him head on going 50 miles per hour and i was like tours over like our vans were on the side of the road we have to get to michigan in 18 hours um but jared once again showed me what's possible and we got in a rental got the gear switched into the rental car and booked it to michigan for vendor check-in the next day and it was literally like NASCAR pit stop, get gas, maybe see as much food that you can like try eating because it's all just garbage. Yeah, it's shit. yeah. Gas and then just load up and go. And then the goal is like, all right, we'll get our credentials and then we'll find a Walmart or something and resupply because like we, we didn't have water. Um, oh, shit. We pull up and they're like, oh, no, you can't leave premise. Like you're on site. And uh, so we did the SOS and all of our vendor homies that hadn't been there yet were still showing up. Luckily she came like a case of water, some lunch meat, this and that. So just, yeah, people helping people, you know, <laughs> dude, that's, I, I want to talk about something. That's um, that's, that's amazing, cool. but I wanted to talk about being healthy on the road. Oh mm. shit. Mm. How, you know, <sighs> you have, you spend so much time on the road and so the road is your home. Yeah. And so how do you make it accessible and realistic to be healthy? That's, that's now even to after a decade of doing this, I'm still, I'm finally refining it. And like it helped it when I was with my ex, we were, we were definitely better about it. Um, but just meal prepping is huge, but the problem is, you know, cooler gets weird after day two Mm -hmm. um and then so i've learned like pasta salads without any like mayonnaise products and stuff and just things that are like a little less perishable um but like for hunter gather foraging a lot of fruit a lot of nuts a lot of jerky also eat when even if you're not hungry before a show like calorie up like this is the time you Mm -hmm. need to because then there's i've been too many times where it's like oh i made a mistake like i worked all day put the booth together forgot to even like take care of myself Mm -hmm. um but that's the hugest balance and like really yeah wind and enjoy yourself and party like take care of the fundamentals you know take care of yourself yeah um but powdered uh juice kind of stuff there's like this actual company called juice j-u-c-e um but it's like all the antioxidants all the superfoods it's all stuff you can pronounce on the back of it (laughs) um and just yeah finding those little tricks um but it's harder i definitely know for like all my vegan vegetarian friends when they're on the road because when you stop it the middle of middle America, you don't have any options except when you're like, at Bucky's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or even like, you know, in Indiana or something, they have like, I forget the name, but it's some weird random grocery store. And then it makes me appreciate home even more. Cause like I've seen this country and it's 
a little bit ugly in some spots flat and like not a lot going on and or like your options for just food is is limited have you guys run into any like let me back up because you mentioned living up here in the pacific northwest you know the attitude towards folks like us is pretty relaxed up here we're not really a target Mm -hmm. up here but as you get out of the west coast and into those flat parts Mm -hmm. of the country we're not normal oh yeah have you guys run into any issues on the road um luckily my boss because he grew up or jared when i was when we're traveling traveling together he's from florida and like kind of georgia bleed out like northern florida and stuff and the way he looks too he's you know, he's a man, you know, so yeah. he, he can, uh, he can hang, but, um, and he grew up in the biker scene too. So he knows how to pitch the shit and stuff, but, uh, I've definitely kind of felt it here and there. Um, depending on, I guess where we'd be like, Texas was a little weird sometimes. Um, but I don't know. I, I like I said, I'm kind of a redneck myself growing up here. So, so not known, like you've <laughs> if, never been shaken down. On no, the no, no, look, no, but we've heard those horror stories where definitely like we, that's our rule. When we travel there is, we clean, make sure there's nothing in the car. Cause we've heard stories of just like the they dogs. find a doobie or a roach and then they confiscate all the people's merch and their money <laughs> from that weekend because they said they could connect it with drug sales oh, or oh all this crap. And that's some of those States I like, That'll wipe up a business. Oh, yeah. But it's like, why do you throw these festivals in these states, guys? Like, you know (laughs) what what, what we do? But, um, you know, yeah. So, like, or, you know, people do. So, I don't know. But also just like, you know, mind your manners. And, um, but it is like, you know, our van, we have stickers and stuff and dead, dead stuff. So it's like, what's funny? I always joke, like, you see the vans on lot with like the airbrush cool, you know, like, Whatever and mural like, on the side. How do you know, officer? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah. No man, it it was a, uh, you know, coming up, it was a different world. If you had a dead sticker on mm. your car, you were a target. Well, I remember they had an article trying to say they were like again, you know, trying to affiliate the Steely and stuff with again. It's like, no, we're not ICP. We're free. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not juggalos. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it. But when you get out of the West Coast, think the attitude is different. And, yeah, you know you've like you've had the opportunity to see a lot of the country, man. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really cool. Yeah, it's not. It's 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 uh it's fifty fifty. Like it sucks because there's a lot of times we're just on the we have to get point A to point B or we're exhausted from the show. Yeah. Um. So we've trying to. I get better if I'm like just soloing. Like I'll make sure to try doing a national park or like some cool scenery stuff. Um, but there's my favorite meme is like, oh, you travel for work. You see the, must see the coolest things. And it's a loves, uh, a Walmart and a a bleak, yeah, bleak, just highway. And it's like, yeah, for the most part, um, that's it. And, uh, I'm the night shift when we tour, like we're doing a really long drive. Um, I can just stay up all night and I, I, I really enjoy it. Like just seeing sunrise. Like, nice. I crushed two States last night. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> but it's always funny. Like I was, I'm doing the mid or like Dakota middle area of the country. And it's always like thunder and light or like lightning, but no rain. So you get this cool light show the mm, whole way. Coming, oh, you know? dope. Yeah. So, so the, the, the other part of all of this that we haven't talked about that nobody really talks about out in the open is substances yeah how do you um living in the scene yep it's everywhere how do you manage it for yourself 
uh, to stay okay. Yeah, you no, could, yeah. You, uh, dude, a four-day run, yeah. I'm done Yeah, when it's over. Um, like we touched on diet. Diet's crucial. Um, also working a booth, you know, sleep, you know, just 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 being professional like you, t- you yeah. know you're not there just to party like there's a priority and things and right. um but also that's like me and the event we are especially your special breed almost whether it's like your pre-curricular activity up until the festival point or you know i've been festivaling so long as my first rodeo type of thing but it is a lot of people think they can hang and they're like, yeah, I can work a booth or this and that. And it's like, you know, work hard, play hard. We don't care what you do after hours. But if you're not there to hit the yoga moms and the night in the 9 a.m. rush of people and look, look good doing it, yeah. like you're not going to work for us or, you know, so oh, like, shit. or just like, you know, you got to bug eyed and sweat act accordingly. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, and we're on the level too. And like, I've, I can't, I'm not room to talk as I've been. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. but just like, you're talking about the ideal situation. Yeah. You gotta yeah. be present. You yeah. gotta, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, and it's not good for vendors when like, there's still people out and half a shakedowns closed, you know? So it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and it's understandable when it's like, you know, a certain show, it's like a oh, pretty lights or tipper. It's like, obviously like, yeah, people are going to be closed for that set or right, something, you know, right. but, um, but yeah, just really knowing, like knowing your limits and just, but it is, it's one of those things like it gets you by to get, get the, stay up till 4am to get just, to the next thing. Yeah. And whatever. then just, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, you know, be in control. And like, I got buddies that he just drinks coffee and smokes weed and like, I don't, he's just wired different though too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So just finding, finding what works for you, I guess. Yeah. It's a, it's tough. And it especially tough. when, when, when all the brakes are off, Yeah, like you're in that world and it's free for all, all the time. Yeah. It's, it takes us, like you said, self policing. Well, it takes a special breed. Oh uh, yeah. It it's really easy does, to get man. lost in the sauce, you know? And, uh, it's, uh, but also, yeah, I think just everyone out as far as vendors and business profession, like taking it as a business side of things, like, yeah, our, that's how they make their, that's how they survive, you know? So it's like, yeah. you gotta you fuck around with your, your livelihood. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. It, it's a trip too. to, we've, we've experienced this with no simple road is the thing that you did for fun is now what you're doing for work. Right. And you, now you have to approach it in a From completely that perspective. different manner. Mm-hmm. Like we, we had a couple of festivals where we just like weren't on point because yeah. we were fucking around. Yep. And then it's just, you know, it's not the best image for the brand depending no. on what you're looking like or what's happening. Yep. And uh, yeah, you always have to account for those facts too. just like world, world travels fast and mm-hmm. any bad review is better than, or is, you know, stands above any good review, you know? The, yes. What the fuck yeah. is that too? Right? Yeah, man. You know, you like, can have a hundred great reviews and then one, person with some see, bias you know see how they are yeah, yeah yeah and it's like what, what were you doing here yeah. let's let's see what mm-hmm. yeah. nice try yeah. it's it's cool though that you know you were talking earlier about how things are weird and you're a conspiracy theorist and i'm i'm in the mm-hmm. same boat right. with you, man it's good um, to question things you fuck know? Yeah. absolutely yeah. um how does everybody know what's like what's right how can you be so sure? Because it's of on what's the right? internet, Mel. Oh, yeah. thanks, Corey. Thanks for <laughs> or like it's just said that it yeah. must be real if it's on the internet. Come on. No, but it's cool that that this thing exists even now f- to give people an avenue if they want an out from yeah. that corporate. I mean, there's day-to-day. a there's yeah, just like like for instance, I I, I shouldn't, but like my buddy Critter Clips, like they 
they crush it at sale, like at festivals. They make like hundreds of thousands. Is that the uh, with little little ears? Of, oh yeah, 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 little, yeah, yeah. Like literally, I heard stories of them making like two hundred thousand dollars in a weekend. You know, Whoa. damn. Um, and like so they're selling tapestries, and, and it's like these festivals have like eighty thousand kids and stuff. But uh, you know, it's really just like finding your niche, finding that market and tapping into it. And uh, yeah, yeah. It's well, really, I mean, the world tells us that if you're working out there, that that's the only way. Yeah. And and a lot of people don't see that yeah. there's a way out. You, know, you take a step to the left or the right, you jump, you, you squat. There's <laughs> all these different, duck. yeah, there's all these different angles. Yeah, man. Um, And I've always saw that too. Like I just never as a kid, I always said, you know, I, I want to be my own boss, not knowing what that even really meant, but I just don't really like being told what to do or, you know, anything like that. But, um, and then after really working with some really terrible bosses and businesses, it's like, yeah, I want to be my own boss. Be my own thing. This is <laughs> yeah. bullshit. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy, man. And it, one of the weirdest parts of all of it is when you do finally become your own boss realizing that some of the shit that you learned when you're doing those terrible fucking jobs, you have to do yourself. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Like you mentioned doing your taxes earlier. Dude, yeah. I didn't know that that was a thing I had to do for no simple road. Right. I had to fucking do that. Like, yeah. And can't. I mean, that was even just like crazy. My buddies all went to like as an alternative high school program and eventually got accredited as like a national known high school. But like all those teachers cared about those kids cause they were kind of like the fuck ups and like the, the bad kids or whatever. But like, all my homies I went there know how to do their taxes when they left and like how to do a proper resume and all this wow. like things that they didn't teach us for shit. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Yeah, man. So, well, you know, if you could go back to your 19 year old self that just woke up after that first night at fair and give him some advice, <laughs> what would it be? Oh man. Um, uh, Buy Bitcoin. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Invest in Apple, bro. Yeah, no, I can oh, I can remember shit. the taste of the air the first time I heard about Bitcoin. But um uh I would tell him to man, that's a that's a deep one too. Yeah. Sleep uh, more. Right, yeah. Take vitamins. Um just keep following what follow follow what you love. Follow the passion. Cause like the universe provides if you're just really receptive to it. And like, I guess I would tell them just follow the path of least resistance. Cause it seems like any times I fought things and really just like forced it, it just wasn't meant to be type of thing. So, mm -hmm. and all the things I've really been prof or like really good were natural and organic and like, yeah, just easy. Yeah, man. So, and, and also like, paying attention to the signs too. Yeah. Be, yeah. That shit's real. I believe in more than coincidence and, more than or just they're just like yeah certain times where it's like too eerie not to just you, know, you got to give it some credit how, how do you um how do you account for that like what, what do you think is that is or where does that come from jesus it's um that's big are we having a well, conversation no, no it's no, it's good. i think also <laughs> giving a little little faith into just the high powers that be outside of you know whatever but like I just certain festivals I've been like one of my home, my home girl, Jamie, um, we were at summer camp together. I knew people at that festival that I didn't see all weekend, but like I bumped into this girl every night just randomly and stuff. And, uh, it's like, obviously we have to be friends. Like the universe wants us to be friends and stuff. And we're like, we're, we're festy homies. We'll meet up a couple times a year just to go party together. Festivals. Mm -hmm. But, um, there's just those people in the world that you meet that where it's like, you were 
meant to, and it's more than just like, we're going to be actual friends outside of this such situation. Um, but just being receptive to, I'm a big number person too. And I feel like, like numerology and synchronicity mm. things kind of go hand in hand. Um, but just being receptive, trust your gut, you know, um, or just the clues. Yeah, man. And being available and open for the clues to show up for you too. Yeah. And it, you know, the older that I get, the more I realize that like those, um, synchronicities and clues and stuff that happen are accompanied with a feeling. Yeah. There's like, when it happens, you, the hair stands up on your arms or you could just feel it in your gut. Like, Oh wow. And a lot of times we just write that off to like, Oh, whatever. Yeah. But if you pay attention and, and like lean into it, mm-hmm. that's how really incredible magical shit starts to happen yeah. in, in the world for you. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that 90% of what happened, what's happened with us is that like those moments right place, talking, right. Time. Yeah, set, just yeah. kept coming how we met you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, I mean, yeah, I feel like really just like you're supposed to be where you're supposed to be at yeah. that time. But like, yeah, it's a, it's a trip. Well, yeah, when you're in this, what's the word for it? Like in the psychedelic vibe, when you're there, you've stripped away the, the breaks of default reality. And so that energetic connection that, I mean, we're all basically the same thing in different parts. Those breaks are removed. Yeah. And so that thing is working more easily. Well, that's a, yeah. Like, you know, I I can probably try starting a conversation with some random person on the street, but like really it's like in that setting, you'd be like, Hey, how's it going? And it's just to anybody next to you. And uh, I just have a big believer of you never know what a conversation turns into. Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) that that one cigarette break has turned into like a wholesale account or this or that, you know? So you really just can't, yeah, can't. That's how it was when I talked to Jared at, at Cascade. Yeah, I bought a patch. Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, I got my sewing machine here," and then we got to talking. He was like, "The whole thing happened." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. No, it's just it's the beauty of just yeah, just saying hi. You know. <laughs> wow. The beauty of strangers saying stopping hi. strangers yeah. to shake their hands. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like the dead new stuff. It's amazing. It's crazy. Brayden, what do you like? Let me think about this. Um what do you want people to know about you? Uh, um, Will's hitting to the fence. Today. I know. I like it though. Um, <laughs> that when you meet me, I'm, this isn't me a hundred percent. You know, you've never meet in a facade or a fronted oh, yeah. version. Um, but I only have the best intentions. And uh, yeah, if I see something in you as far as art goes i'll try to support it as much as possible mm-hmm. or figure out how to make you excel in that dope. but um yeah like nature art and music and i'm still trying to figure out the order i think music nature art but those are the things that keep me alive you know they keep me worth waking up for the next day and seeing what what it's gonna be how do you um navigate the off season um, or is there an off season for you? There is right now. It is kind of coming to a close. This is actually the first year I've been really proactive about just like figuring out the gigs for like venues and look, you know, thank God Blake's the, the man at the get down. Yeah, wow. Shout uh-huh. out Blake. We love you. And just like tapping in with the home, the local band scene and stuff here. So just trying to be a wook whenever I can. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but also it's taxing too. Cause it's like, 
do I want to load my car up with eight totes of rocks and clothing and this and that just to not have anything happen. Um, but you never know until you try. It's one of the, yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, so is he letting you do stuff vent in that space? Yeah. If there's no merch for the band and then there was a little back hall, but now they have the photo booth and stuff. We Uh, should have him vent for our deal. Oh, on, on the the 7th December. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk to you when we're yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, yeah. Um, but um, so yeah, just trying to find gigs. And actually, I'm just a. Uh, that's so. That's the most recent news. One of my painter friends at the Haven Art Collective. Shout out um, Haven. Haven, yeah, totally. Um, she's about to have a baby, so I'm subleasing one of her spots, and we'll have a little flagship office oh, cool. for. Oh, shit. Yeah, so that's really exciting. Um, but uh, yeah, just <clears throat> proactive, like online helps. The holiday stuff helps. Um, really, just being more adamant about posting stuff. Um, but I just use the winter usually cause the weather's not the best just to make art. That's the time I yes. get prepared for the next year. Um, it never stops. It never stops. Well, life doesn't stop. No. no. And it if doesn't. I really had like no. well, more at, time, at a certain point, there's not enough time in the day. No. Honestly. Yeah. I, same. Uh, can, can we ask about, I'm always curious to ask artists about their process. Like huh. how are you drawing inspiration? Like what, what is a creation process look like you look like for you. I, I hate Instagram or I hate Facebook, but Instagram, I would, my, because my roommate will give me so much shit. He's like, man, you're just scrolling and scrolling and you look like a zombie. And I am, but <laughs> you sift through, like I follow a lot of like amazing painters and jewelers and stuff. Okay. So I get kind of little snippets from the pictures of what I'm seeing. It's like, Oh, oh that could okay. be a, an idea or something new to try or like, and also it's a good, just like, Oh, I want to collab with this person or what, you know, things like that. Um, but the process would mainly be like head frame. I've, I, cause I work a nine to five or like a, you know, five days a week. And okay, the first day off is like laundry and Recovery. Ma- yeah. Catching up. And then like some days it's like, I have time and I don't even want it. Cause I'm just not mentally there to even like sure. give it, give it what I know it's going to, beat or take to even try attempting that. So, um, that's the toughest part with kind of the art. It's just like finding the energy and like just getting off your butt and doing it. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. I don't don't like forcing. Um, okay. So it's not like a process where you like, uh, you know, 10 to two, I'm going to no. And I've thought about like, Definitely this winter, I'm thinking about doing that. I'm going to get a gym membership again, though. But, like, my my buddy Jared was doing that. I was like, he had a regimen of, like, right. take the dog for a walk, clean the house. And then once all these things were covered, then it's like, now I can not worry about anything except making art now. And it's like, there's mm-hmm. no it's distraction. Prepare your day to yeah. get into your art mode. Yeah, and I, I'm a big believer, too, of just, like, an object in motion stays in motion. So that little mm. catalyst of just making your bed in the morning could you know, turn into who knows. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Carry wow. through the day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a, it's a trip. The juxtaposition between the summer months of like, go, 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 go. Yeah. And then once October, November hits, the breaks are on and it's like, you almost have to readjust to life yeah. all over again. Well, especially out here too. Like we're hippies. Cause like we only have that section of sun throughout the year. So right. you do everything <laughs> you possibly can and then as I always joke, like we have two weeks of fall and then it's yeah, just like, it's like right. <laughs> yep. yeah. um, wow. So if folks are interested to see your stuff and buy some, mm. some of your shit, where can they go? Um, so now, yeah, I, 
just, I don't know how long I'll be at the Haven for probably a few months. Um, but, uh, so I'll have kind of like a little flagship appoint like office there. Um, I'll do private showings. Then when there's events happening at the Haven, I'll be open. Um, other than that, just the local scene, follow my Instagram, JG wire jewelry. And I'm pretty good about posting where I'm going to be or what I'm going to be doing. Um, but yeah, that's no kinda, Etsy shop or anything. No, like okay. I really need to. And there's just a lot of like, a lot of t- like keeping up with it. And, I get it. Uh, yeah, I get it. Um, wow. Dope. Thank you, man. Thank you guys. So yes. fucking fun. Yeah, this is amazing. I just last, do you do commission pieces? I love to, I prefer okay. nowadays to, it honestly comes out better in my eyes just cause I have the person in mind when I'm making right. it. Yeah. Um, and I always try incorporating their birthstone as long as it's not like April, like a diamond or something. And just making it more unique, but yeah. And like, thank you, Jared, but like the leather work for me more. So nowadays has been more profitable or just more act like sales have been more active because it's a functioning thing. Like mm. jewelry is a luxury you can live without, but you need to use your belt every day, use a wallet every day and stuff like that. So that's mm, it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um yeah, at JG Wire Jewelry on Instagram. Go check it out. Yeah. Shit is amazing. Yeah, and you can you. He's dope boy spinner. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And so that's the thing too. I'll eventually get in the my art collective, Crow's Nest Collective. It's own pay. It's under construction right now. But on my personal Instagram, there's jewelry, there's but there's also, yeah, fire spinning and hippie stuff. So. Have you burned the shit out of yourself? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got it at least once. <laughs> Is it, it What made you decide you wanted to start spinning poi? Um, actually, it started with, I saw staff and like that, I thought that was going to be my, my proper choice. And then it just didn't come and I tried poi and it just was a more natural feel to it. Um, but yeah, country fair, first time seeing it, all my friends there were girls are brought like oh my god they're drooling and i'm like oh i need to i need to figure this out uh no but it's also funny because nowadays like i don't it's it's my meditation and i don't believe everyone needs to sit cross-legged like i feel real zen you could see it in those when moments. you're spinning you yeah, could yeah. see that you're like in something flow state type yeah, of thing yeah it's no dope. it's a beautiful and it's yeah i love I, uh, yeah it's a really i i just I, really watching art. you light shit on fire like anybody <laughs> do fire stuff i'm like what motivated them to catch that shit on fire and try? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny talking to these age because it's like the people i first saw ever spin fire now we're like it's cool because we're a very good community close community we're all mm-hmm. friends now and portland has a lot of ma- amazing talented people um, but they, like my buddy Spades was talking about back in the day, then like the learning curves of like, they had to make their own props and, you know, they're using who knows what for the fuels and right. stuff. So like the learning curve happened, but it is, it's a, yeah, it's crazy to see where it is nowadays. Like there's festivals that are just specifically for fire flow arts. Um, wow. oh, and, I didn't know that. Yeah. There's regional ones. So we have ours It's Kindle and it's on the Tillamook coast, but they have a thing called fire drums and it's like a couple thousand people and they're all just fire spinners and it's a it's cool it's a whole thing yeah and it's a workshops all day on like each prop every hour like learning tosses or learning juggling or learning this or that um but at nighttime it's just a army of people crushing it (laughs) and it's yeah that'd be dope it's a cool thing yeah yeah man all right well thank you guys thank you man thank you thank you right everybody go follow him on instagram and um yeah at jg wire jewelry and if you see him out there at a festival, Lost Sailor Leather. Yep, we're in the booth or my booth. What's Come, your booths? Um, so nowadays it's the Crow's Nest Collective. Uh, it's my art collective. Um, 
But yeah, if you see us, come say hi. Go say yeah. hi. Tell him you heard him on No Simple Road. Thanks for uh, sh- shedding some light on the scene from yeah. your perspective. Because yeah. I feel like that's really important. Like Aaron said, a lot of people are getting into that scene. And to hear somebody that's yeah. actually doing it. But follow your dreams and don't yeah. set yourself short. If you, you know, if people are saying you're talented or you got something, like, listen, pursue it. Yeah. 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 Don't let your parents tell you you have to have a day job. No. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. We'll see you in a little bit. Peace. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts? Thank you.